Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And good Friday to you and yours. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman in for Max Kellerman and Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. So Devontae Adams said, you know what? Yes, yes, sir. How come you never ask Key how we're doing? How's the morning been going? You know what I mean, Key? He doesn't. No, he does. When? He does. When? You're trying to say I don't care. That's what you're saying. I'm saying it it doesn't feel like you care about Key and I as people. Really? I, I just want to set that tone. No. I, really? I don't get that sense from you. Is, is this, no, the, is this the hill we're going on right now? How are you, Keyshawn? I'm just wonderful. I was sitting here complaining about purchasing things today. <laughs> it, it all started with hummus at <laughs> Farmer's Market, and it got better from there. That's all I'm going to Far, say. Farmer's Market is the cheap market compared to the market that Key goes to. No, Farmer's Market is not. People think Farmer's Markets are cheap. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap, and you want to know why? I know it's because, not, but what's the other market you go to? What's that no, market you told the, me no, about? No, Farmer's Markets are less expensive than traditional yes. grocery stores, depending on which store you go in. Mm-hmm. The problem with Farmer's Markets is the because there's not all this chemicals and things of that nature in the foods that to preserve them you have to use immediately or else they will go bad on you quickly within a couple of days where we can walk into a traditional grocery store and it might last for a week or two at farmer's market you got a couple of days man so you wind up spending more money because you waste stuff and as I was telling Freddie my you know we go to a farmer's market every um Every, Every weekend, weekend yeah. on Saturdays, and we get, you know, stuff, whatever. But we got a hummus, and we got all these different hummuses. And I was in my pantry. I was in the refrigerator yesterday just looking, and I was sitting back, and I just looked, opened up the refrigerator, both doors, and I looked and said, what the hell is this? And I got all these hummuses and olives, and we bought them on Saturday. Well, guess what tomorrow is? Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and they wasn't eaten or used. See, that's so that's a waste of money. <laughs> Thank you. I try to because I'm gonna have to throw it out. Here, I try to tell my wife, Freddie. I don't know if you have this experience, but uh-huh. we end up going to the grocery store. I was like, I don't want to spend two mm-hmm. hours at we, I, the amount of labels that I am now forced to read because my wife. I'm like, well, look at all these yeah. different things. I'm like, I don't even know how these things are in this stuff. Yeah. She wants to make sure that you guys are gonna be around for a long, long time. No, that's fine. But I don't. Come on, man. Yeah. I, 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 you know what I'm gonna do when I get home today, Freddie? I'm gonna take a picture of my pantry. I want to so see So you it. can see all yeah. the different boring ass snacks that are in there. I want ruffles, get me sour the cream and cheddar. Stuff. Yes. I want Doritos and Cheetos. <laughs> Don't be giving me no multi-grain damn potato chips, man. Jay, well, this is going to be a new show on the Food Network. Key Jay's pantry, Keyshawn Johnson. And then Freddie, they ask you like, huh, "Do you like it?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm like still." Why do you keep buying it? I am still four-letter wording (laughs) chewing. Fill in the blank. 
Well, speaking of farmer's market, that's where the Green Bay Packers are trying to replace Devontae Adams, who's on the way to the Las Vegas Raiders for $20.5 million per year and a five-year contract. Rob Domofsky, ESPN Packers reporter. Always a pleasure to have him join us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. He's here on ESPN Radio. Outside of the farmer's market conversation, Rob, that we just have involving food, the Packers have a farmer's market of their own. How surprised are you that they had to move on and trade Devontae Adams to the Raiders? Yeah, this developed really quickly, Freddie, and I will just say this. Next time you guys go to a farmer's market, if you can find some herbal thing for my voice, because I've been doing so much yapping here uh, about that Rodgers and Adams deal, I've, I'm about to lose my voice, as you can probably tell. But, th- th- you know, Freddie, this whole thing really turned quickly. Um, and, look, nobody wants the franchise tag. I mean, Keyshawn will, will tell you that, right? Like, no player wants to be franchise tagged. It, it offers you no security. But I guess, you know, what, what What maybe I underestimated and maybe what the Packers underestimated is just how much that would tick off Adams. You know, he played it very cool all year when we would bring the subject up and he said, you know, it's, it's just part of the business. Um, but you combine the, the franchise tag with them, you know, not obviously negotiating with him and giving him the long-term deal last summer when he wanted the deal, you know, I think it, it really turned him off. And you throw in the fact that, um, his former college quarterback, Darren Carr, they played together at Fresno State. They, they remained very, very close over, over the years as their careers went separate ways. Uh, you have Derek Carr basically recruiting him. Then you have Aaron Rodgers, where, yes, he's coming back, but you don't know you know, if he's going to be here for just one year or if he's going to play two or three. And, look, Devontae Adams is probably – oh, what, I don't know, three, two, three really, really good years away from being a legitimate Hall of Fame contender. And if he thinks Aaron Rodgers is only going to play here one year, then it, you know, it, uh, it probably behooves him to go uh, somewhere else. Why couldn't they get it done, though? Why, could, why would the Green Bay Packers allow him yeah. to walk out of the door for one and a two and not try to get a deal. I don't understand that. Not try to get a deal done. I know they offered it and it was basically the same yeah. as the Raiders, but they didn't get it done. Yeah, no, you're right. I And, and look, I thought, Key, they should have gotten it done last summer. I mean, like, this this guy is – it's not like he had anything left to prove, right? And, and you know, so then he does go out and he has an even better year. What is he at? 120-some catches, 11 touchdowns, 1,300. I mean – I don't know what more you'd want other than, look, he's going to be 30 this season. And does that scare some people away? You know, maybe, I guess. But the connection that he has with, with Rodgers, is, it's, it's unreal. I mean, you've seen it time and time again. They can just, you know, nod their heads or, or give a little wink or a hand signal, and they know exactly what the other is thinking. And, and I, I'm not sure that how you – I don't want to even say replace it, or even come close to replicating it because I'm not sure that you can. You know, Rob, I was in a similar situation when I was with the New York Jets. It's different, so to speak. I was traded for two ones to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. in, in somewhat of a contract dispute, whatever you want to call it. I asked for more money, and, and they decided to elect to move on from me. And you just mentioned yeah. – you can't replace it. The one thing that I do know. Key, were you traded for two ones? I just want to make sure we clarify that. <laughs> well, yeah, I was traded for two yeah. ones. Uh, I just wanted to, 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 to mention what you said, though. You may be able to replace some numbers collectively with a group of individuals, yeah. but you'll never be able to replace that player. The New York Jets yeah. are still trying to replace that player. 
They may have yeah. replaced the numbers, but they're still trying to replace the player. I think this sets the Green Bay Packers back for some time at that position. That's just me, though. Yeah, the, the only thing I can say, Key, is that, and I saw this late in, in Brett Favre's career here, when um, they became a different type of football team where they didn't necessarily rely on the quarterback and, and the deep balls and the, the, you know, the West Coast, you know, Light rhythm passing game, and they became more of a running team. Now, at that point, they had a guy named Amon Green who was an absolute horse. He, he rushed for like yeah. 1,800 yards one year, uh, and they became a little bit of a different type of team. I don't know that this team has that capability. I mean, they have Aaron Jones. They have A.J. Dillon. Uh, they, they also have an improving defense. I mean, Rodgers has not had a great defense around him. I get it. I get what you're saying. I understand it. I'm, I'm but really did they to pay $150 million to run the ball? No, and you're right. That that's that's a, that's a great point. I, I just I'm trying to figure out what they might be thinking, and uh, that's the only thing I can come up with is that you have you know a quarterback who maybe can make other receivers better. Um, although I will say this, just because you draft a receiver high, and if, if they do, it'll be something different. They haven't drafted a receiver in the first round since Javon Walker in 2002. There's no guarantee Rodgers is going to mess with this guy, and he's a he's a demanding hard quarterback to, to earn the trust. And, um, yeah, there are serious questions about where this offense is going now. Rob, I am curious, where would you have the Packers in the pecking order of the NFC? Shane, that's a good question. I mean, look, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago we would have said, you know, they're, they're either one or two, uh, and now Brady's back, and that, you know, that adds to it. Um, you know, the Rams, obviously, what they've done is 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 really, really good. There's – you know, there's teams in turmoil in the NFC. I mean, the quarterback situation, you know, in Arizona is, is obviously not good. I, the one thing I will tell you, though, Jay, is, and, and you spent some time in Chicago during your career, like this division is not very good right now. And, and you have two teams that are basically starting over in the Bears and the Vikings. And then you have the Lions who seemingly can never figure it out. So, you know, you are, you, you are the cream of, 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 the, of the crop of the division and as we know, that gets you in the tournament. You win the division, you're in. And, and, and I think that's where you have to start by looking at where they fit in. And, and, and they're just still head and shoulders above everybody else in their division. Five days ago, the Green Bay Packers had Devontae Adams and the Buccaneers did not have Tom Brady. Five days <laughs> later, the Packers don't have Devontae Adams and the Buccaneers have Tom Brady. That's how the NFL can change very, very quickly. Always great to have Rob Domofsky, ESPN Packers reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Enjoy the farmer's market this weekend, Rob. Take care. <laughs> All right, we'll be seeing you guys. Thanks. And don't forget to tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bring you a deep dive into a single story for one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters, presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. From a wide receiver who got traded to a quarterback that will be traded soon. We're going to find out who's going to be back with Deshaun Watson, being back in the National Football League. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as tune in. Adam Schefter just reported on Twitter, Adam Schefter, that the Falcons and Matt Ryan have agreed to push back the $7.5 million roster bonus due to the Atlanta quarterback today until Tuesday. That gives Matt Ryan four extra days to vet his trade options. That's according to sources. Key, that sounds all the way. It looks like Deshaun Watson is headed down to the Atlanta Falcons. Well, yeah, I, I started to smell that here earlier this morning that the Atlanta Falcons were probably going to be that destination for Deshaun. Um, 
Good. Good for him. If that if that is what's going to land, and when it lands, we'll all know, but good for him. The Atlanta Falcons, the area which he's from in Georgia, very close proximity uh, to Atlanta's training facility. Remember, he grew up as a Atlanta Falcons ball boy. So there's some familiarity with the organization and Arthur Blank, uh, people that run the organization. And Atlanta's a, a, a black city. Uh, with a black quarterback going potentially there uh, with some some off-the-field issues, certainly could have some support uh, to get him to understand certain things, be a part of a community that he could win the trust of. And, and I think it'll be a good thing, whether it's Atlanta or New Orleans, for those reasons. I'm going to go ahead and say it, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for people – having a redemption story. I'm all for people having a second chance. Uh, and and I understand the talent. And I get that in the National Football League, at the end of the day, talent speaks for itself. We, we've seen things like, not to this degree, but people make choices where they have been able to come back and their talent has allowed them a second opportunity. I just, you know, I, I continue to tread with caution okay. on Deshaun Watson. Why is that? Just because I'm still curious how all these cases in civil court will come out. Um, so it's not a football thing with you. It's it, that. Yeah. And I, I think that it, it's just me. And, and, and I know people will probably disagree because when, at the end of the day, people want to win. And franchises want to win. And that's how we reward. But there's a lot that comes along with this. And I, I know that because of Michael Vick being down in Atlanta and black cities and, and embracing people. But, you know, at the end of the day, this people to me. Regardless of color, people, and it, it takes a lot to just gloss over twenty-two accusations. Man, it's a lot. Well, I, I just kind of wanted to state that. Is, you know what I mean, Keith? That's a, a lot, lot man. It's fair. It, it, a lot. It's fair, and it is a lot. Yeah. But the reality of the world that we live in, Jay, is he will get a second opportunity. Understood. Because many people before him that is not African American have gotten second opportunities. And this is the world that we live in in America, the land of second opportunities and chances. And for him, he needs to realize and recognize mm-hmm. this is a second opportunity and could be potentially his last opportunity. Okay? So, yeah. Keith, well, let's go there for a second. Let, let me ask you this because, you know, both you and I, we think outside the box. Um, you know, I see the way you've done things with your books. Like I came out with a book. We both done a lot of things. If you were, if you were Deshaun Watson, what would be your entry strategy into the market of Atlanta? If you got Atlanta's my choice, like how do I start to repair in your in your frame of mind? How do you start to repair is the wrong word? How do you start to maybe navigate your navi- navigate your brand entering that market of Atlanta? What are the steps you take? To be honest with you, the steps I take is really with my family. That would be my approach because I'm really only dealing with my family and my organization that I play for. I'm not dealing with anything else until such due time that I need to deal with it. Uh, A civil suit is totally different than criminal charges being brought up on him. Agreed. The criminal charges, once the criminal charges were were, uh, lifted and there was no grand jury indictment, the owners all feel comfortable. The ones that approach the Carolinas, the New Orleans, by the way, who has a female owner, um, 
Atlanta, Cleveland, they all felt comfortable enough mm-hmm. with the information that they've gathered from their individual investigators and team of people that it was okay to pursue Deshaun Watson. Um, no one ever said that whatever took place or went on or whatever the case was with the 22 females that allegedly he is involved in, involved with, that it's, oh, just brush it underneath the rug. There is going to be some form of consequence to this, whether it's him having to shell out money or his reputation being severely damaged. He's got to live with it the rest of his life. His family has to live with it the rest of their lives. His children will have to grow up and follow it on the Internet, which doesn't go away. Right. So it's not like as if he's just getting a clean slate to walk off and just become a quarterback again. There are people from a psychological standpoint that could potentially be damaged from all of this. Yeah. So it's 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 not as clean as easy as people would think, Jay. Yeah. Um, I say he, I say the re- Atlanta, I say New Orleans, because us as black folks, we're forgiving people by nature. Okay, whether it's forgiving a white person or our own people, we are forgiving by nature. So when you indoctrinate yourself into your community, we tend to try to wrap our arms around you to help you become a better person. That is just the way we are as humans. Here's something else. By the way, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie, coming in from Max Kellerman, and Keyshawn, Jay Williams, Max, and ESPN Radio. We know this, gentlemen. Winning is the ultimate sanitizer. If you're able mm-hmm. to win, people are really quick to have what I call irrational amnesia about anything you've done in the past. Prime example, look at Tyreek Hill, the situation he was involved in before he got to the Kansas City Chiefs. And just Google Tyreek Hill if you know what I'm talking about. Not a lot of people talk about that now because he's become a winning football player with a winning organization with the Kansas City Chiefs. If you go out there and you win and you win big and you're a major reason why they're winning big, whether Deshaun Watson goes to Atlanta or goes to New Orleans, you'd be amazed how many people have convenient and irrational amnesia because we've seen that winning is the ultimate sanitizer, especially at the most important position in sports when it comes to playing quarterback in the National Football League. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you don't even need to go to Kansas City. You don't even need to go to Kansas City. Ben Roethlisberger was was, yeah. was was in a situation in Pittsburgh. Yeah. We, don't, we don't talk about that no more yep. because he won and he became – a, a model citizen, and he won football games. So it's not something that people even concentrate on. It's only brought up when we're having these type of conversations. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. We'll see what the John Watson does. It seems that that's leaning that way, that he's going to go to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, real quick, guys, now what about for Matt Ryan? Because if he's going to work out a trade opportunity. Man, he should go to the Colts. I was thinking the same thing. Colts, yeah. if, if I'm the Colts, man, I'm thinking, hey, Matt Ryan, step on up. Because you'd be the perfect guy for what we're going to do. We don't have to worry about you losing the game against Jacksonville like we saw Carson Wentz do. And then poor Carson Wentz being introduced to Washington quarterback yesterday. Looked like he was auditioning Ronald McDonald with the outfit that he had on yesterday. He man, between these quarterbacks at these press conferences, between 
Russell Wilson looking like he was either a deacon, and that was the first <laughs> family, or, or he was the one actually just got the head coaching job <laughs> with his family. And yep. then what we saw from Carson Wentz, I'm like, Carson Wentz, man, what are you, what the uh-huh. hell? Yeah, he, he like a ketchup and I mustard bottle I understand you want to be a company man and all, but damn. Yeah, I mean, there's a way to have a be a company man and have gear that looks like that, red and gold or whatever <laughs> the colors are, but look like a ketchup and mustard bottle together. That was awful. Russell Wilson was cute with his family, though. But he just looked like it was very presidential. He looked like he looked like very Barack Obama ish. Nah, he was the deacon at the church, man. (laughs) I'm Russell Wilson, and I want to represent Denver with the Super Bowl from that standpoint. He's Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman, in for Max Kellerman, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max. The women's tournament gets started today in the NCAA tournament. We'll tell you what they expect there. Plus, how in the name of John Calipari did Kentucky lose to Shaheen Holloway and St. Peter's? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your red shoes and dance the blues. Here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Keyshawn Let's Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and your smart speakers presented by Progressive Insurance. So much basketball, so little time, but we know our girl Monica McNutt is going to wrap it all in a nice big old bowl with it. She's the ESPN basketball analyst, and she joins us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And before we get to the men's tournament, the women's tournament gets started today. They have their first four games for the first time ever, Monica, on Wednesday and Thursday. I can't wait to see my girl Caitlin from Iowa play in the tournament. What are you most looking forward to going into the tournament this year? Here you go, Freddie. With the you got her as your player of the year because I'm gonna fight you if you say yes. No, uh, no, Aaliyah, Aaliyah Boston's player of the year, but Caitlin's okay, no joke at sure. Iowa. Yeah. Caitlin's no joke. Just making sure she is no <laughs> joke. Um, I just listen. I did not have Dayton punishing DePaul the way they did in the women's first four. And so I'm already like, wow, what other madness and mayhem can we happen? I do think that this is the year that South Carolina women's basketball gets all the way through um, since uh, our girl. Um, why am I blanking on my child's name? 
at Las Vegas was at, was with oh, Angel, Angel, Wilson. Angel, Angel Wilson. There you go, Angel Wilson. I'm here for um, you. I just think that they are poised. I think they are um, not, not head and shoulders, but I'm going to give them a neck above the competition. And I think that the upset loss for them in the women's SEC tournament to a very gritty and fiery Kentucky team has them wide awake entering the big dance. Micah, I, I'm so curious with everything starting to – what are you looking forward to most in the tournament this year? Um, I think the new name. And I'm actually curious. Uh, a friend of mine, Kim Adams, who's also an analyst, tweeted last night that she was curious to see if we would see any NIL ads involving some of the women's players. I know that's not basketball, but I was like, ooh, that is a very curious observation. So that's one. But I just think um, this year is an opportunity to really highlight some different names. Like Caitlin Clark, Aaliyah Boston, they've pushed a lot of the conversation. It almost feels like folks have forgotten a little bit about Baylor and Alyssa Smith. Yeah. I think Elizabeth Kitley, who was player of the year out of the ACC, and Virginia Tech, who has one of their highest seeds in history, um, they're poised to shake some things up. I think this is a year for NC State. Uh, I had a conversation with our betting crew, Jay, earlier this week, and I, I double-checked this, but when we had our conversation, NC State's odds to win the national title were, like, at 650. And honestly, like, if you really were trying to do something in that space, I would take that bet because I think NC State essentially returns a core that was upset last year um, by Indiana and so this year, there's a different level of focus, and they've gotten a chance to get even better. Jakia Brown-Turner out of the Washington, D.C. area, my hometown, is a bucket from the three-point line. Um, and Alyssa Kunane also could be in the conversation of player, of player of the Year when you talk about maybe your top five candidates in that arena. So I'm excited for the new names. I'm excited for some of these rivalries. The bracket is set up for some teams to meet one another that would have seen each other in conference play, which just adds another chapter to some really good rivalries within conference. Great stuff about Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst, joining us here in Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Turning to the fellas right now, we had the first day of March Madness where Kentucky, number two seed, they lost to number 15 St. Peter's. There were so many competitive games, yet Iowa losing to Richmond. You had Akron and UCLA last night. What are your thoughts, Monica, on what we saw from that Thursday on the first day of March Madness? It seems, to, you know, as we say all the time, guards can win you ballgames, right? Like, Kentucky didn't quite show up. And so credit St. Peter's, uh, the kid gave me shades. I'm not calling him Steph Curry. Nobody get in my mentions. But he definitely gave me shades of Steph Curry moving off those screens um, and all that good stuff. I just think you have – it's a moment, right? Like, it is a moment. And if you are not prepared, then anything can happen. Like, I personally have picked New Mexico State over UConn. I just – I felt like – the Aggies, they matched up well and they played with such energy. Um, I was, I flirted, y'all. I flirted with Richmond over Iowa. I, I remember covering Chris Mooney when he first got that job, and he always has those guys ready to rock and roll. But I leaned in on Keegan Murray, and I shouldn't have. But um, I think the upsets, they just remind you why we love this month so much. I do think, ultimately, the bluer bloods hold. I got Purdue in my final four. So okay. I got Purdue in Texas Tech. Purdue, Texas Tech, Arizona, and Kansas, and I got Arizona winning it all. I think Arizona is most poised in terms of how steady they've been all season, and I trust the conference that they had to go through to get there. Um, but this is why we love March. Like, it was excellent. I loved it. I'm so happy. <laughs> Where you got USC at, Monica? They take on Miami tonight or this afternoon. I think I got them getting upset, honestly. Yeah, I might have had them winning this first game. No, I think I have them getting upset, Key. Sorry. My bad. Love you, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's what I try to tell you, Key. I, I told you to take the under in that one. That's your bet. Yeah, I think I, I think I pulled Miami getting that one. 
Monica coming up quick on that I one. Think, I just think it's personal toward me, but that's okay. <laughs> of course it is. It that's what be. makes for great exactly. content. Right, it might be. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. Who are you again? Have you two not met before? <laughs> <laughs> Monica, I do want to transition to the NBA for one quick second because Steph Curry you know, has a sprained foot due to that collision he had with Marcus Smart. I didn't hear your opinion on it. First off, do you think it was – you know, a, a dirty play. And then secondly, how do you think this affects the Golden State Warriors and their outlook for them in the playoffs? Uh, Jay, I'm like sort of neutral in the dirty play. I want to lean no. I, I just, I don't, I, I want to lean no. But uh, I do understand why folks might be picking that apart. And so let's go to the second part of that question. Um, this, is cha- this changes everything. Like they just got Draymond back. Steph arguably is the key scoring cog if Draymond is the key facilitating cog. Listen, as much as we love the Golden State Warriors, and somebody hit me the other day and said I was a Golden State Warrior hater, that's not true at all. I think I, I think we got to appreciate and understand the miles on these guys, right? Like, they went to consecutive finals for, what, five years or four, whatever it was? Like, they have played probably in totality, what, two more seasons than guys that are their age or have spent the same amount of time in the, in the league? And so when I look at the Warriors, even healthy, to me, this year, I, I kind of see where they – our agent, and don't get me wrong, Jordan Poole, Juan Scano Anderson, Kaminga has been a, a very, very pleasant surprise. But it's a it's a young man's league. And not that they're old. I'm not saying that they're old, but, like, not, I shouldn't say that they are old. Not saying that they are Lakers old, but they are old. Um, I just, I'm just not in on the Warriors coming out the West. I think they'll have a great playoff run, um, you know, postseason. But I, I wouldn't pick them coming out of West. Honestly, that's just where I'm at. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst and former Georgetown, Georgetown Hoya great. George Turn? No, Georgetown <laughs> okay. Hoya I didn't know, know what George Turn was. I was not trying to. Jay, if you don't. Boy, you just had a read a minute ago. You just had a read a minute ago. That didn't sound like Duke to me. But anyway. Life comes um, at you fast. Monica, when you were playing at Georgetown, did y'all do the weave drill? Three-man weave, yeah. Yeah, y'all did the three-man weave drill? Okay, mm-hmm. I just was wondering because we had a, well because Jay has a segment on the show the three man <laughs> weave drill, and so I gave him oh, a okay. bonus weave. He and gave he me the bonus laughing. weave, and then we started patting our heads, Monica. Like, never mind. Oh. It's we're so oh, we have problems. It's Friday. Today, but okay, I, I love it. Oh, yeah, that's I, all. I just want I just wanted to know if y'all did the bonus. <laughs> I mean, the weave drill, the three man weave drill, the weave drill. We, we did, we did. Okay. Monica, thanks for putting up <laughs> so with us. Awkward. By the way, <laughs> so weird. No, not Stop me. Stop being weird. Those key. two, no, those two. USC well, and Duke over there. Weird. The Mansfield guys weird. not being weird from that standpoint, Monica. Hey, okay? Monica, congratulations <laughs> on graduating from Georgetown. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jay. I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I appreciate that. You got it. Yeah, I'll tell me I weave, okay? I'll talk yeah. to y'all later. Yes, <laughs> no, more of a bonus weave conversation here. Thanks a lot, Monica. We'll talk to you soon, my I friend. I know this Duke dude. Right, I, 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 oh, I heard the read. <laughs> I, I was reading what it said on the read. I'm tired. That's why I need a Casper. That's why I need Casper.com. Typical, typical Duke guy making excuses. I got another read coming up, so let me focus. Put it this way. Happy hour somewhere. More like oh, yeah. Keyshawn Ooh. J. Will and Max. Let's put it that way. He's Keyshawn John T.J. Williams and Freddie Coleman. In for Max Kellerman. Coming up, are the Packers really head and shoulders better than the rest of the NFC North despite losing Devontae Adams? The Keyshawn J. Will and Max Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn Josh and J. Williams, Freddie Cohen, Info Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. In case you missed it, Jay's three-man weave. He went two and one yesterday when it comes to the first day of the NCAA tournament. His picks today, he has Loyola Chicago, the money line over The Ohio State University. Virginia Tech, he has them as a plus-one underdog over Texas. And Duke, taking on Cal State Fullerton. He believes Duke is going to win their favor by 18.5 points, but he thinks that Cal State Fullerton is going to cover. And because we decided to do it today, there was a bonus weave courtesy of Keyshawn Johnson involving his (laughs) USC Trojans (laughs) taking on the Miami Hurricanes. The over-under, 139.5 points. Jay says takes the under in that one involving USC and Miami. Those are the picks today, part of Jay's three-man weave with a bonus weave right here on ESPN Radio, part of Get In The Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get In The Zone, AutoZone. And we switch gears from that to coming up when it comes to the National Football League, and we mention this time and time again. With teams and each and every year, the league gets more to be a second-by-second league. The Packers lose out on Devontae Adams, Keyshawn Johnson. They're still in the NFC North. That should be guaranteed for six wins. But how much better are they in the NFC North compared to having Devontae Adams last year and not having him in 2022? Well, I think they're still the best team in the NFC North. There's no question about it. But you are certainly a better team with Devontae Adams than without Devontae Adams. Maybe they win 13 games this year a different type of way. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to get the statistical production from a collective group of individuals by committee. It just means that you won't have that bona fide ace-in-a-hole type wide receiver alpha dog like Devontae Adams is unless you are going to make a blockbuster trade for somebody that's out there. But why would I give you my top dude and make you stronger and weaken my team? So it'll be funny to see and a must-watch over the next several weeks to see exactly what Green Bay does at the wide receiver position heading into the draft. Key, I know there's still a lot of movement to be done, but, you know, was it was it Rob Domowski we had on that, yes. w- that said, you know, they are still head and no, shoulders? No, Gronkowski. <laughs> Funny. Gronk. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Point. Was it really well done, Freddie? Why do, why do you enable that? I'm not enabling. I'm just <laughs> you just said well, well done. Hey, like, why, when, why? When, put it this way. You've given it back to me. I've given you the well done, haven't I? But I'm not. I'm not why Go are you ahead attacking and me? Move. Go ahead and move forward with your thoughts, Jay. You get so sidetracked. I'm Baker Mayfield out here. Oh, Lord. Y'all making me emotional. Anyway. Yes, it was Rob DeMonte. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I was, when he said that Green Bay is head and shoulders above the rest of the division, even without Devontae Adams, I kind of was like, uh, are they? Like yeah, he, they are. They are. Even, even I mean, 
I still go to it's not like Minnesota man, doesn't that, have that, talent, man. Man, they, they, those I know teams. I know people aren't that big of believers in Kirk Cousins and I understand that, mm-hmm. but it's not like they don't have they have talent. Detroit Detroit is a bad football team. Chicago I understand that. I understand Chicago and Detroit. Yeah, but Minnesota ain't that far team. off. Minnesota's far off from Green Bay though. They are from Green Bay. They can't challenge Green Bay in this division. Why with not? Or without Devontae. Well, they, they haven't been able to. I know, but I'm asking so you. So why would it well, change I'm asking them? you, minus Devontae Adams, why not? Do they have, okay, so they have an aging Thielen. Adam Thielen was really good a couple yep. years ago. Justin He's Jefferson aging. is a beast. Justin Jefferson is Dalvin a young Cook's receiver a who's coming along. When Delvin Cook is in the lineup and not banged up, he's he's solid and sound. The quarterback is is just a guy. I mean, so that's it. It, uh, it comes down to the quarterback the defense, being the guy. The, defense, that's how we is, Kirk the defense is not great. It's a new coaching staff and a new regime. So you got all of those sort of things. Where Green Bay is the one constant consistent within the division. Okay, I, I just don't think it's it's like they're miles and miles away. You think it's a mile away now, like two miles? I away? I think it's somewhat closer. I think. I mean, when when you have number seventeen, who is the best wide receiver in the game, doesn't that account for something? It does, but I think in that division, and this is just me. I don't think the Green Bay Packers, of course, not going to stand pat. They're going to find somebody, and Aaron Rodgers going to have a say in it. You're not going to replace Devontae Adams' production, but they're still, to me, head and shoulders above everybody else in that division, even without Devontae Adams. That's no, how bad that division able, is. Okay. You may be able to replace his production, Freddie, collectively as a group. You may be able to get 120 catches in that whatever it was, 1,400 yards, as a group. Maybe not one individual, but collectively as a group, to spread the ball around, you may be able to get that production from that wide receiver group. And in that division, that goes a long way. Seriously. So how about in the conference? They're still right there in the conference. They're still right there in the conference. They're still one of the top four to five teams in the conference. Yeah, but I mean, does that speak about where the conference is? I mean, would they be would they be one of the top four teams in the AFC? Like that's why I go back well, to my point before. Like, mm-hmm. NFC, like, I look at the AFC completely differently, Keith. Than I well, look they don't at the have NFC. to worry about the AFC. I, I, I know, I know they don't. I'm just still talking about the strength overall of the NFC, right? Like, are we, well, that's why the move is not that damaging. It's not that damning, yeah. I, I see it. Yeah, it's to, not that damning yeah. to them because it's the NFC. Yeah, and to your point, Jay, I, right now, if they were in the AFC, they'd be behind Buffalo. They would be behind Kansas City. They would definitely be behind those two teams. Would they be behind the Cincinnati? I don't think so. Would they be behind they the Raiders? I think they. I think they'll be a little bit ahead of the Raiders. I, nothing against Derek Carr. I, I trust Aaron Rodgers a little bit more. Really, yeah. trust trust him yeah. when in the regular season or the playoffs. Regular season. Oh, We're talking regular we season. Not talking about the playoffs. That's, oh, a, no, God, that's yeah. a legit thing, Key. Yeah, but I didn't say it wasn't legit. Stop using the Coach K voice. <laughs> now, do you trust Derek Carr in the playoffs though, over Aaron Rodgers? I'll throw that question at you, Jay. I mean, I. I I would yes probably. No. I would probably lean towards trusting Aaron Rodgers okay. more, but still, there there's not go. like a huge sample size there. I'm like. You know, I, I still haven't seen Aaron Rodgers get over a hump, but I hear what you're saying. Okay, but since he won the Super Bowl, he's 7-9 and nine in playoff games, and you're right. He's lost to San Francisco at home. He's lost to the New York Giants at home. So it is a fair comparison from that standpoint. But in that NFC, the two teams he'll have to deal with, in my opinion, to worry about are going to be Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. Dallas is below those teams, even though Dallas has a lot of talent on offense. But it's always seen with the Cowboys that something happens. Either they do it or somebody else do it that has kept them from giving that, having that deep run in the playoffs to get the NFC Championship game or a Super Bowl. Key, I know this, this stuff makes Jerry Jones sick. <laughs> Looking at, the way we were talking about the NFC 
and having Dak and having Ezekiel Elliott, having Tony Pollard, even though you let Amari Cooper go, having signing back Michael Gallup. It's not like, I mean, Randy Gregory losing him, Leo Collins. I mean, it's uh, where are they in this whole thing now? I wonder if if Green Bay would have tried to get Amari Cooper if they had known the Devontae Adams situation wasn't going to work out the way they wanted it to. Yeah. I don't have any doubt about that. They would have definitely gone after him. Why would you not go after a guy like that that would have been cheaper to pay than Devontae Adams? Especially when Green Bay had the opportunity. By the way, he's Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie Cohen, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. I still find it mind-boggling the way that Devontae Adams had a chance to sign that contract with Green Bay for, as Keyshawn mentioned, similar money to the Las Vegas Raiders. And he said, nope. I'm going that way. I'm going to rejoin my college quarterback, have tax-free money in Vegas and Nevada, and I'm it's going so to do funny. that. It's, it's funny how we're having a lot of conversation about Devontae Adams uh, leaving Green Bay and going in another direction or, or players decide not to sign back with teams and go in another direction. How about when teams decide to go in another direction on the player? How about when they can exactly. cut you or tell you they don't want you back or they're sure. not offering you enough money mm-hmm. for your job? It's so funny that we forget about that and don't concentrate on that as much as we do on how the player decided to shake the team. You know why, Keith? Because fans are always side with the ownership and teams more than the player. They always look at the players being greedy, never mind the fact that well, ownership, they're not loyal to players anyway. They've never been loyal to players. They're always going to be loyal to the money, and I get it. That's your business. You can do that. But for some reason, fans would rather side with management in sports when they would never do that in their regular jobs. They would never side with management in their regular jobs. All right, man. You guys have a great weekend, and I will see you later, Jay. I just love Georgetown basketball. See, Jay, now I'm back on your side now. When he decided to do Mike Krzyzewski again, now now, now I'll I'll slip back on. Thank you, Freddie. the greatest players of all time Freddie, eventually, eventually, you got to start fighting back. Jason Williams, Greeny has more than a wild, wild day in sports that has nothing to do with Farmer's Market, Keyshawn, and Jay Will. (laughs) That's next for Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Will. I'm Freddie Coleman, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on the Mighty ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.